0: Love. Hey everyone! Hey, yeah. uh, thanks so much for joining me today. It's so good to be here for the inaugural uh, show that I'm just beginning. Uh, is uh, I'm focusing on innovation and sustainability for this show. To half an hour, we're going to talk about different things that are happening with innovation, different things that are happening with the area of sustainability, and uh, you know entrepreneurship and innovation is what I teach these days. Uh, Many of you guys who've watched some of my videos before and know about Sustainable 1000, which I did in 2010, was all about uh, eco issues and entrepreneurial issues and people who were changing the sustainability landscape around the country. I was lucky enough to get to talk to Uh, more than a thousand people about what sustainability was and how uh, we can live more sustainably how businesses can be more sustainable and um, so that was seven years ago now so hard to believe Uh, so I'm reviving this channel it has a ton of my videos on it I still have to go through a bunch of them and like recategorize them and and just sort of get them in order this was uh, and if anyone knows in uh, 2000 or two should I say 2010 uh, seven years ago, there wasn't much of a presence in YouTube. It had just started, and uh, the boom hadn't really happened with online video yet. People were still having trouble getting enough broadband, uh, Wi-Fi, things like that, whereas now video is everywhere. So that's just a brief little history for you guys, just so you know who, who I am and why I'm here. Um, I also did a really cool uh, pilot a few episodes called uh, Eco Cowboy, which was fun, uh, based in uh, in Arizona. So that was that was a fun uh, project that I worked on for a little while. Uh, these days, uh, I'm teaching at a university. Uh, I did some consulting for quite a while and was working on um, this type of consulting even when I was doing the work for Sustainable 1000 and other things around innovation and how companies, uh, some of my clients back in the day were some of the big tech companies. So they were are uh, folks who are really looking to solve this problem too. Um, today, I just wanted to go over a couple of things. I do really love... Um, Going through material and kind of walking people through it and and where different things are and how different materials work. And when it comes to sustainability and when it comes to innovation, there's so much out there. There's so many ways that people are looking at these issues these days. Um, People know about uh, certain companies uh, or certain publications now like um, Bass Company, which is a really big uh, area. So uh, I always like to go through a few articles uh, in relationship to where things are in sustainability right now uh, and and what people are doing in that space. There's so there's so much to look at when it comes to these issues. Um, so that's one thing I'll be doing with you uh, in the Hangout. So those of you guys who know um, about my work, I'll post the link to it here. And if you're watching me or listening to me, uh, on uh, Blog Talk Radio, then we will uh, we can talk here, we can do those kinds of things. Um, I'm looking forward to chatting with people, too, so if you want to jump in and, and chat with me, that would be great. Uh, that's always an option for folks. Um, I've been on air now for just a few minutes, and uh, I plan to be on air for about 25 minutes, and then we'll transition to other things. Uh, in the meantime, as we go through these things, uh, and as you'll notice, uh, I'll be editing and changing some of the episode information and updating it with the latest and greatest from me. Um, the hangout for you guys to come and find me if you actually want to uh, get involved and notice that is uh, I'll go over that material with you too that way you'll be able to to notice when I'm online, when I'm not, and how you can uh, get involved and engage with me um the uh the watch page for this and uh, just so you have it and just so it's familiar with you is uh right here and i'll just put this right uh in the description for block talk radio so you have it uh as an option and uh create a little link here for you so um, what I do usually whenever I do these types of shows where I'm using all kinds of media is I like to make sure that all the pieces are talking to each other. So that's really my goal here is is to give you as much information as you can in as many different ways as you can as I can as well. Um, So you'll see there, there's that YouTube thing. If you want to watch me live and and go over them, look at some of the same materials that I've covered before, uh, you'll be able to see this as an archive also on my YouTube channel. Um, So that'll be a great thing for you to keep in mind uh, as I go through the material. All right. Um, Very cool. So I'm just going to close out a couple of my windows here and then take you over to Fast Company so you can see some of the things that are happening. You know, I like to give commentary around things that are happening because without that, you really can't, you can't get perspective, I don't think. Um, you got to see the connections bethe- between things. Uh, you've got to notice those connections and work with them. So um, that's what I'm going to do with you guys. You'll see here uh, in the Hangout that I'm in right now, uh, those of you guys who are over here. Uh, I'm actually just looking at the sustainability sections um, that Fast Company covered, and I just wanted to walk through a couple of these things with you. Uh, having having been literally around the entire country and talked uh, to folks and with folks and at conferences and at local restaurants and in universities in 48 of the 50 states here in the U.S., I was able to really come to some conclusions that most people are really looking to take care of their communities. And that's really emerged as one of the themes that I've noticed here with sustainability is, um, for example, in one of the hits on fast company here, you'll notice to create a carbon neutral restaurant, uh, first you have to measure the footprint, right? So you got to know what you're looking at before you can actually figure out what carbon neutral is. There's no such thing as like a carbon neutral that's applicable to everything because everything in the world is going to put out different amounts of carbon uh, just to give you an example here you know looking at this one in portland oregon when it's talking about a sustainable restaurant group uh, that's actually you have to think about am i serving 50 percent of my menu fish uh if so where am i sourcing my fish from if Uh, 12% of my menu is beer. Where am I sourcing my beer from? Uh, If my interior is uh, made of wood, where did I get the wood for my um, restaurant? So forth and so on. Uh, If I launder my napkins on the tables, uh, what do I do or how do I know that I've gotten laundry systems or laundry providers that are, that are green and what do I do to, to make sure that that happens. That's, that's all part of it. You know, when you, when you look at the pieces here, you'll be able to figure that out too because there's something that you, you'll notice anytime we go into this place, right? There's something that you go, holy cow, uh, I've been working in this area and I had no idea that there were so many dimensions to what is sustainability. And that brings the question, then, of innovation. Because any time that we have a conversation about innovation, people think to themselves, oh, this is creating new ideas, this is pulling things to the foreground that weren't there before. Absolutely. And that really is what people who are working in sustainability are also doing all the time. Their goal is to make sure that they can Um, do this to to the best of their ability. Um, You also know that you can't help. You can't help it but to really be part of this process. Um, You've got to, when you look at this, the pieces here, you've got to keep in mind that here I am trying to create a carbon neutral restaurant. Let's say, for example, it's the one that's here on um, Bass Company. And when I look at all the things in this photograph here, um, in this article, you'll notice there are bar stools. There's painting on the art. There's the lamps. There's the napkins on the table. um, There's the stone or wood that was used inside uh, or on the bar. Uh, All the different liquor and all the different Um, things that are served in the bar there. So these are all examples of materials that were sourced from someplace. And uh, Oregon Sustainable Restaurant Group is, you know, it's easier for a restaurant group to start thinking about this than it is for an individual restaurant sometimes to plan for all these things. Uh, Some people who are restaurant owners do a very good job at pinpointing what they... Um, what they really find useful and important. So they'll actually go in there and say, hey, I have um, a bunch of information for you. You should really look to measure this. Well, for a small business owner, that's very difficult for them to do. Um, There are a few services out there that provide that, but it's all based on the industry that you're in. So just notice for a second that we're in the sustainability space for restaurants if i was in the sustainability space for example here for this ad that's on the side um for toilets you know how is the toilet made what kind of materials we use for that toilet it's just a whole nother set of things that you have to remember so anytime i go into this anytime that i talk to to people about what sustainability is and how to innovate around sustainability, they just have to start thinking about everything that went into this area. So for a restaurant group like this one that's um, there in um, Portland, they can get away with that. They can spend time talking and thinking about those sorts of things. They have the option to do it. They have the energy to do it. They have the manpower to do it because they've reached a certain scale. Um, and this is just the place that we're at. you know. Ten more years down the road, yeah, you know, seven years since I did the last the first eco road trip. so ten years from now, when um, we're seventeen years past the original eco road trip, there's going to be many more situations where sustainability would be measured for a given industry, and I'm in higher education now, I'm a professor at several colleges here in New York City. And whenever I'm teaching, I think of all the ways that certain buildings are sustainable, and all the ways that certain classrooms are sustainable. Uh, Are the markers that we use on the whiteboard sustainable? Those are questions that 10 years from now we'll be able to answer, because someone will have developed a product, probably on Indiegogo, speaking of innovation, probably on Indiegogo, that will um, be a sustainable whiteboard marker. And people will use that sustainable whiteboard marker. Tons of companies will start buying it. The price of making that marker will go down. And eventually, we'll be using uh, sustainable markers. Right now, For example, here at certain colleges where I teach, we have a lot of whiteboard markers. We buy tons of them because there's tons of whiteboards and teachers need them all the time and caps are left off and so they dry out and so you need another one. So you might go through one or two um, whiteboard markers even in a week, Uh, although I tend to take them with me as a lot of people do. So you have to think about that. We really do have to consider those components. Another thing I wanted to show you, and I'll just take you kind of through this here uh, as we step into these other areas, I want to share with you my uh, screen again here. And this time, I'm just going to share with you the general headlines that are available and, and what's there in sustainability on Fast Company. I love Fast Company. I remember when they first started, I was living in Boston in the, what? midish little later in the 90s i don't remember what year it was 97 96 something like that um fast company started and uh, i started reading it and i'd read it on the on the um on the train there and everyone would be like oh my god fast company and you would see other people reading it on the train and you knew those were people who were thinking about the future and thinking about all these things Back then, it was about startups and stuff, and this whole startup craze in 97 wasn't nearly as big as it is now. So you can just imagine all the great things that they cover here in Bass Company. Um, so I just went through this one here that says, talked about carbon-neutral restaurants and how do you measure those uh, in a footprint. So also, guys, feel free to call in. I just wanted to give you a heads up. You can always call in my radio show. Um, my call-in number is 914 uh, 338 Two five. I'll try to keep my eyes and ears open for anyone who's calling in, so don't hesitate to call in to me. Uh, I'm also here in YouTube, but I, I prefer that you call in on the um, Blog Talk Radio website. I think it might be easier. Um, I'll just do my best to describe what the questions are as I go through them. I'm in two different platforms right now, which is which is pretty common these days, anyway. Uh, so. Innovation and sustainability we've been talking about what some of the components are there, and we've been talking about some of the ways that sustainability is growing and changing and evolving and and I know um, one one area that one way that I build tools around um, what it is it to develop um, sustainable processes is we really have to think about sort of the bigger ecosystems right you got to think about what are some of the ways that the bigger ecosystems are um, being organized and how can we better organize those ecosystems how can we make those ecosystems cleaner and nicer and easier to work with Um, I mean those are some of the way some of the questions that we have out there Uh, and I know me personally anytime I try to figure something out, I always look for some kind of diagram or some kind of way to comprehend it, right? And so what I do for that comprehension is I'll go in and I'll actually um, take into consideration what I have. So there's an example, as you saw, of the the diagram that we're about to talk about here. Um, and you'll notice as I, as I make it a little more um, presentable for folks, a little easier for people to see. Uh, is there's a lot of different ways that people look at these different tools right they come in and they have um, ideas about well this part shouldn't work and that part should work and we should include this but we shouldn't include that and we can do this we can't do that and we can do this and that's perfectly okay why because every case of innovation is a little different Um, and that's why I want to show you a couple things here first thing i want to do is i want to go ahead and take you over to the diagram so you can get a sense for what i'm talking about now this is for all intents and purposes what i call the ideal framework the ideal framework is one of those frameworks that gives us the tools that we need to better understand something so when i what i have what i mean by that is what we have before us when we're talking about sustainability when we're talking about innovation when we're talking about entrepreneurship is a list of um a list of questions a list of concepts Uh, and each one of these has a different definition a different process Um, and i want folks to realize that with design with entrepreneurial thinking with entre, uh, agile thinking, with lean thinking, uh, you can, in fact, come up with a method that integrates all of them so that you can better be understood. And uh, I use the, the term thinking here because it really is about thinking. It is about how you conceive of the world, how you think about the world, and what that means Um, for various things Um, so let's 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 step into that then Um, and the way I want to step into it is I'm just going to step right straight into this slide which I I like a lot Um, here you have it you have ideal right innovation design hyphen entrepreneurial hyphen agile hyphen lean hyphen thinking or mindsets Uh, And innovation is what I'm encapsulating this in. So innovation is the bigger picture here. Uh, Innovation is the wrapper, so to speak, that we'll be using for all these other pieces. So even when we're talking about entrepreneurial components, everyone assumes there's an innovative side to it. I'm a big believer, and there's a couple ways that I frame this depending on um, who I'm talking to, But I'm a big believer that entrepreneurial and innovation or entrepreneurship and innovation can be transposed sometimes, but you've got to get good at understanding the difference between the two, which is what I love talking about, um, as you can imagine. The other thing that we have here, and this is what I want folks to recognize here, is we have this concept of the lean startup. Um, Not my idea. But certainly this diagram is something that drives home what we're talking about. All right. It seems super complicated, but it's really not. Um, it's really just about a set of a set of steps that you might have to repeat a couple of times. And these are time frames that can only be a few weeks. So in that first section, you can run through this first blue section, this first red section that's showing up here. Um, oh, by the way, guys, if you're listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you click on that link that's there in the description. It'll take you over to the Hangout where I'm describing this stuff to you, and you can you can actually see this information. You can see the recording of this, and it'll all sync up for you. Um, so you've got your first little red half circle there and a set of experiments, and then everything that you're doing at any given time when you're talking about lean is experimenting, But you, because you want to come up with something that you think is true, a hypothesis. But then you actually have to find out, is it actually true? That means you have to talk to your customers, you have to talk to your audience, you have to find out any assumptions that I'm making right now, are they actually true? If they are, let's go and build a prototype of this and then put it out there and see if we need to build or change it as we go through that process. And that's what the little blue circles mean there, so... We transition after we've experimented once or twice or several times down into the yellow and blue section. And as we're going into that blue section and then building it, each one of these little circles is about two weeks long at most, sometimes a week. So that's what's called uh, agile or scrum um, methodology in programming. But you could do the same thing in a marketing campaign. You could do the same thing when you're designing different Um, ways of approaching people in healthcare if you listened carefully to a specific um, segment of your hospital uh, that was coming in and you started to theorize and experiment with different ways of it giving them information. Do they come to their phone more often? Do they want a brochure? Do they? What kinds of things are they really looking for? And some of this stuff you have to realize is evolving very quickly. So even two years ago, you may have given a brochure out for something, but today you wouldn't want to do that. Today you might want to instead go out there and say, hey, um, no, I don't need to do that. I need to actually focus on something else. I need to actually... Uh, send a text message or something along those lines. And that's what you have to also realize is you have that um, possibility too. Um, The great news about any time that we're working in this space, any time that we have access to these uh, different components of our work is we can in any moment shift if we're actually using this. Uh, and I love it because it does provide uh, us a way to start to understand problems that customers might have. So we were right there in that explore section on that blue line, um, and we were going up now. So we're getting feedback again on what we just built. We see, is it a good idea? Did the, did it actually fit? Uh, we troubleshoot it. We see if there are things in there that didn't work the way the customer wanted or didn't work the way we wanted. And then we go back and we go through that those loops of building and changing again. And we might go in this um, yellow circle here in the middle five or six, 10 or 20 times, depending on how long our programming cycles are. And then at any given time, a certain section of what we built, we might decide to pivot. Everyone's starting to hear that term now. If you're in business school and you haven't heard pivot, uh, well, a quick little rundown of what that means. Very straightforward is pivoting means I have a great idea, but I need to change it. I need to shift it. I need to come up with something slightly different or entirely different. So a pivot can be big or a pivot can be small and incremental. So let's say I've gone around this circle here of trying to resolve the problem and building something to resolve that problem. And now I've got something. My customers like it. Now I need to grow it, right? So I got to get out there and I got to keep growing it and make it bigger. So that's where the green circle or what some folks call growth hacking happens. Um, And this is a component of lean startup, although people have written a lot more about growth hacking now. And so it's almost its own... um, Entity. Once we enter this area of, you know, targeting customers and organizing those customers, uh, we really focus in on the next section of what are the channels where I can take the information that I've provided and I can grow it. And this is where we start that experimentation process again. All right, let's experiment with this channel. Maybe the radio is the best way. Maybe the internet's the best way. Maybe text messaging is the best way. And then you offer uh, something to them and you talk about what are the product benefits, what's maybe product enhancements. You experiment with how you message that. And then you come around to what are called innovation accounting principles. And this is where you can actually track back the performance that you've had. So when you keep track of all of these pieces, along the growth hacking piece. And any feedback that you get in that circle comes back to your resolve or your yellow circle here. That's where you know you can have some very, very exciting and uh, very responsive products and services. It's very hard for companies that do this well to be caught off guard um, by their competition. And there's a couple of reasons why that is. So what I've done um, in this section is I've talked a little bit about that. I've talked a little bit about the IDEAL framework. Um, I also wanted to speak to you. Uh, I didn't get any questions today. Uh, I got a couple of questions via social media earlier, so I thank you for those questions. Um, I'll answer them here in the last few minutes of the section. One question uh, folks had was, um, why innovation? So why do people talk about innovation? Why do people want um, innovation? And, and I think the biggest reason for that, they really want um, to find new ideas, not just to find new ideas, although that's pretty exciting for me. I love discovering and thinking about new things. Other people really have to do it so that their businesses can be successful. Um, And that's something I do want to make sure you guys understand. Almost none of this can happen without you thinking about the customer first. Um, In this day and age, not considering the customer's needs is basically like saying, I'm going to play, um, I'm going to gamble, right? Uh, I'm going to spin the wheel or I'm going to do whatever you need to do to maybe win the lottery. I don't know what your chances are. It depends on a lot of things, right? The success of a startup is already very difficult to predict because of all the things that happen out there. So you can imagine how hard they would be to actually predict. Uh, in other forms, too, if you didn't take into account all these pieces. So that's what I want to bring to you guys, uh, and I want to continue to bring it to you in future uh, episodes. Um, I've been really lucky and and blessed to uh, know a lot about technology and utilize technology in all kinds of different ways. Uh, And to close things out here in this last uh, minute or so, I just wanted to talk um, quickly, once again, go back over this amazing fast company option Um, check out uh, my website shanesnipes.com and also check out the link there in the uh, in the google hangout if you're on youtube uh, make sure you take a look at um, let's see you can take a look at any website that you want but shanesnipes.com is a great place to head over to and you'll see projects that i'm currently working on books and articles that i'm doing uh, around these subjects Uh, and thanks so much for your time everyone Um, the fast company section that we have looked at and the fast company components of sustainability are so vast uh, and I got really uh, excited just thinking about all the ways that this has come together since I've done my road trip uh, in 2010 and I just wanted to thank uh, folks if you're in by the way if you're in the area of startups or any of those pieces. It's a very approachable book. Um, it's written in a certain way, so it's a great approachable book called The Agile Startup. Um, feel free to take a look at that. Uh, I actually like that Agile Startup um, idea. It's not super complicated. They, he tried to combine a bunch of things here to make it a little more straightforward, so that's an option for you. Uh, easy bite sized uh, content that you might be interested in dealing with um, coming to the end of the show right now it's uh, coming up in the last minute or so of the cla- of the this uh show thanks again for joining me uh, check out shanesnipes.com and also uh check out all the other resources that are out there uh, that i'll be posting in the future around sustainability uh, entrepreneurship and innovation um, that's my specialty it's my wheelhouse i love doing it uh and thanks so much guys for joining me today have a great one